Hello, and welcome to Somos Mas, your normally uh, source for New Mexico United, which we did a podcast Wednesday, uh, talking about a couple signings and a few little tidbits here and there. Um, if you didn't catch that, go back on YouTube or Facebook or or uh, any Apple, Apple, Spotify, whatever podcast uh, app you happen to use and find it and make sure you give that a listen or a watch. But tonight, we're talking about probably one of the best days of World Cup football, uh, maybe ever. I don't know. I mean, it was definitely the best day of this World Cup, but um, I mean, it was crazy. Uh, <clears throat> yet, um, kind of threw me for a loop before I got on here because I actually got on Twitter and uh, Grant Wall. Um, Covered soccer, covered college basketball, covered a lot of things. Uh, passed away in Qatar while he was covering it. Um, I'm I'm not going to speculate on on what happened. I'm just going to say that it's sad. Um, it 48 years old um, passed away over there. Uh, we'll wait and see what what comes of that as far as reasonings for it. But it, it did put a mighty damper on. Uh, on what was a fantastic World Cup uh, morning slash afternoon here in the States. So um, since I don't know, you know, nobody really knows what's going on there just yet, I'm going to push through that, and I'm going to talk about two matches that uh, were incredible in their own right. Um, <clears throat> we'll start with uh, Brazil-Croatia. Um, if you caught us a couple days ago after the round of 16 was over, uh, me, Earl, and Seth all had uh, Brazil moving on, obviously. Um, I did say that it was going to be their toughest test, and uh, they were actually going to face a midfield that was formidable, and uh, Luka Modric proved me correct in that form, or in that way. And um, part of that is is why Brazil lost. Part of it is um, they kind of stopped playing after they got the lead. And probably the largest part of it is Dominic Levakovic. Levakovic, jeez, um, uh, stood on his head. One goal conceded, eleven saves, eleven uh, one-one saves uh, on the night before penalties, um, or maybe that's including penalties. I don't know. That was before penalties. I'm pretty sure. Um, just absolutely. Uh, a remarkable performance from him today and, and this World Cup as a whole. I mean, he he was a standout against the Japan side uh, in their round of 16 match, and that also went to penalties, and he uh, made th two or three saves in that one. I mean, uh, especially in the penalty shootout, he has just been absolutely remarkable. Um, he does it again in penalties, uh, saves, saves the first one uh, from Rodrigo, and uh and croatia just um i don't know if you guys it, 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 some of you guys probably follow uh nba basketball but uh the ice in his veins uh croatia does i mean they just that's their fourth uh shootout win in the last two world cup knockout rounds <laughs> um they just they find ways to get it done and and this was no different i mean they were clearly outmatched i would say um 
throughout this match, uh, but they were able to get it, keep it nil-nil through 90. And if not for some Neymar magic, um, I, I acknowledge that Neymar is an incredible soccer talent. I acknowledge that he does things that um, a lot of soccer players will never be able to do. I don't like watching him most of the time. I don't like watching this Brazil team when things aren't going their way. When things are going their way, it's a blast. Uh, take the South Korea match. You know, 4 nothing at halftime. They've got the, the manager dancing with them. Uh, everything's all hunky-dory. And they're a blast to watch because then they start, you know, just playing pickup soccer uh, for the second half because they know they're not going to win but, or lose. But when you go to a match like this that's close and tight and they start doing the whole... Um, Oh, I'm shot and rolling over 17 times, i.e. Uh, Yuma or Salman Asante for those USL fans uh, listening or watching. Um, it gets really frustrating really fast because they're out. They have more talent. Just play soccer. And you don't you have no reason to do that kind of stuff. So it, that part gets frustrating. But nonetheless, um, Neymar was just a, a brilliant goal, kind of a give and go. And then kind of another give and go gets it kind of going away from goal towards the right corner flag, um, gets it back and, and roofs it, uh, from a pretty tight angle, uh, and was just absolutely remarkable. And you think, okay, Brazil's Brazil's got this. I mean, it was a minute or it was a goal in the 106th minute. Um, uh, basically first half stoppage time, uh, first half of extra time stoppage time and you think okay brazil's gonna go on that's what we expected yada 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 and then they kind of just like i don't know we, we talk about teams packing it in and how frustrating that is when they just park the bus and uh just try to see how to match and brazil definitely did not do that and it came back to bite them in the ass they pushed a lot of numbers forward throughout the second half of extra time and uh, got caught on the break. Uh, Croatia gets the ball and starts pushing forward. Um, a smart run. I can't can't remember who it is now. I had uh, had it in my head a while ago, but uh, he makes kind of a diagonal run, pulls a couple people out of position, um, gets the ball out to the wing, and then very similar to two of the three goals that we saw against the U.S. in the round of 16, uh, drives towards the touch line cuts it back towards, you know, the penalty spot a little bit above the penalty spot. And, uh, and, uh, Petkovic, uh, Bruno Petkovic, uh, slots at home off a, of an, off a semi nasty deflection, but, uh, all in all beautiful works goal happened really quickly. And all of a sudden the Brazil, Brazil and the Brazil fans are just shocked. You know, they were, they were up one nothing, cruising. We thought they were going to cruise. Thought it was going to be handed to them, and uh, you know that's that's not how it's not how soccer works. So uh, we go to to PKs and and again, uh, I don't want to butcher it again this time. Dominic Levakovic, ha ha. There we go. Um, just stands on his head again. Uh, it, it was definitely a better penalty shootout than the ones that we had uh, in the round of 16 match, including the one that we had with Croatia in the round of 16 match where Japan just didn't look like they knew what to do. Uh, and Croatia, they just step up. 
Uh, they didn't miss one today. They just step up and they pretty much know exactly what they're going to do with it. And they put it in a spot that the keeper can't get to it. And uh, then they give a little fist pump and then they go back to the line. And and uh, that's what happens. And so Brazil gets up there, you know, one save by uh, Levakovic, um on the first taker. And then, you know, Brazil kind of fights back and you're like, okay, but Croatia was just freaking clinical with their penalties and, and just one right after the other found the back of the net, putting all the pressure on Brazil. Um, and then, you know, they, they're they're It's a do or die moment. They've, they've got to do it. And Marquinhos steps up. I think it was Marquinhos, uh, steps up and, uh, just couldn't couldn't make it happen. Um, gets the keeper to go the wrong way, but uh, at the end of the day, he hits the post and and it bounces out and and that's the way it crumbles. Uh, Brazil a tournament favorite, uh, one of our favorites. We were just talking about we, we could maybe blame ourselves a little bit. We were just talking about how uh, how much we would like to see Brazil France in the final. And uh, and then Brazil come out and lose this one, and it's <clears throat> it's one of those matches that um, you know Brazil has to be upset about it. They they were clearly the better team, but I mean we know it as United fans. I mean any soccer fan in the world, I believe, has has had that match where you just come out, you completely dominate, and you just don't get the result that you want, and so. Uh, we move on. It's Croatia going to the semifinal for the second time in, for the third time, I believe, in four World Cups, uh, including a finals run last World Cup in 2018. And uh, they will face Argentina in that for the right to go to another final. And uh, I'm not, I, I, I don't think anybody can count this Croatia team out. Um, no matter what you, what you saw on the pitch today, whether they were outplayed or not, um, they scrapped, they fought, and they found a way to to get by, and that's that's what this Croatia team does. That's what it did in 2018. That's what it's done so far this year. I mean, they were uh, Romeo Lukaku finish. I mean, he had he had 17 chances to finish against them in the group stage and would have knocked them out. And you know, just because of that, here we are now. They're making another semifinal run, and and uh, when they were this close, this close to. Uh, to be knocked out in the group stage, but they survive. Uh, I was listening to the total soccer show earlier and uh, one of them called Luka Modric uh, a cockroach, but in like an endearing way, like he just, they just survive. They just, he gets by, he, he survives a nuclear. Oh shoot. I can't really, I don't really want to make that joke right now. Um, yeah. Anything could happen. And, and Luka Modric would, uh, would get by and, and still perform at the top at a top level and, and get that Croatia team uh, to make a deep run. So, so we move on. Um, I'm actually going to take a small 30 second break here. Uh, and then uh, I'll be back to talk about Netherlands and Argentina. All right, guys. So the second match of the day, um, arguably the more entertaining match, uh, but it just, it just, I mean, it definitely had more fireworks. Uh, I'll put it that way. But Argentina 2, Netherlands 2, and then Argentina advancing on penalties. Um, 
just a crazy match. What a what a fun match. What a a great uh, kind of showcase of of what uh, the World Cup can be. Um, you know, Argentina comes out, leads in shots, fourteen to six. Um, ends up getting up on a two nil lead thanks to basically thanks to Lionel Messi. Um, he converts a penalty in the second half to push it to two nothing. But the the first half goal, uh, the one to go up one nothing, is the one that uh, I think is is just insane. Um, the pat the through ball that he puts on, just I mean I don't. I don't know. I I have no words. Uh, if you have not seen it, which I have to think that you've seen it, but if you have not seen it, uh, you need to go watch it because it is. I mean it. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. Uh, just a through ball to Molina, who who finishes it with Virgil Van Dyke, the giant that is Virgil Van Dyke, uh, bearing down on him. Um, you know, comes out, gets the through ball, slots it home past the keeper, gets taken out by Virgil Van Dyke, uh, and and Argentina's off and running. That's I think in like the thirty fourth minute or so, thirty fifth minute, and uh, you know Netherlands keeps it close. Uh, they don't put a shot on target until um, I think the eighty third. Uh, they they somehow uh, at yeah, the eighty third minute they put a shot on target and it goes in. Um, for weren't Werhurst, if I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm butchering that, but he's a six foot six, uh, forward for them that came on for Memphis Depay. And, uh, he goes up, has a wide open header, mainly because he's a foot taller than everybody on the Argentina team and has a free header was able to give it a nice little flick to the far corner, far bottom corner, um, past the keeper. And, and, uh, Netherlands is like, okay, here we go. Very similar to the Argentina Australia match in the round of 16. Uh, Argentina is kind of cruising, uh, give up a late goal and they say, oh, okay, well let's see. Well, you never know. Um, and it, it looked like it was going to be very similar to the Australia matches that they were going to hold on. Uh, but then in the, 10th minute of stoppage time uh weren't strikes again uh this time off a incredibly designed set piece that uh i'm hearing different things but if one of the stories that i'm hearing is true weren't basically went up to them and was like hey i scored this goal um in you know club ball off the set piece i think we should do it here in the dying seconds of the quarterfinals in a do or die situation. And basically they act like they're going to go over the wall. Uh, you know, first shot, it's probably about four or five yards outside the 18, uh, off to the, to the left-hand side. And you think, okay, yeah, surely this is going to try to try to go for the net, but it never works. I mean, very rarely does it work anyways. So, um, they scrapped that idea and, uh, the six six forward basically just boxes out the little Argentinian guy and uh gets the ball delivered to his feet, takes one touch to get around the the defender and then slots it past the keeper and and pandemonium ensues. Uh, I mean, just crazy. Crazy that the Netherlands could tie it at the death like that. And and that's what the World Cup is about. Just do or die. You gotta get it done, otherwise you go home. I've been looking for the looking forward to this for four years. Um 
and and you finally get a chance and and you're you're down a goal with you know seconds left essentially and and to pull that that play uh for a set piece i mean just just stones right there and uh weren't delivers gets his his brace and uh we end up going to extra time before extra time um i mean this game was chippy uh i think it was something like 20 let me see let me see i want to be wrong like if you if you go to the to the i'm looking at a screen now that has both starting lineups out there and there's just yellow everywhere just yellow on top of yellow on top of yellow and uh i mean we got we've got a a second yellow for a red card for dumfries we've got uh memphis we've got bergwin we got Messi, we've got um martinez acuna romero uh automata timber uh and then six more on the bench so six seven eight nine ten eleven 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 yellow cards and a red card. Um, just out of nowhere. <clears throat> yeah, just just craziness. Just absolutely craziness. Um, I mean, it just what a match. Just I, I'm kind of at a loss. But but uh, I was what I was getting to was it was a very, very chippy match. Um saw some some very unsavory things from the argentinians in my opinion uh there was a a foul near the netherlands bench after the the foul is called um one of the argentinian players basically just fires the ball into the bench of uh the netherlands and as you might expect the netherlands players did not like that so virgil van dijk um all how tall is Virgil? He's got to be up there, six five, six six two as well. I mean, he just six five. That's what I thought. He he comes crashing in and uh, and shoves the player who kicked it. And then of course there's pushing and shoving here and there. And it just shows, like I said, you know the what this means, what what the World Cup means. Um, I, I think part of it is is these teams can kind of get under people's skins. We saw that a little bit with the Netherlands match. Uh, with the U.S. and um, and and we definitely saw it today with our Argentine club uh, getting under under the Netherlands skin. Uh, but nonetheless, they tie it up. We go to extra time. Uh, extra time. You know, usually we see pretty bad soccer during extra time, and and this wasn't that. I mean, it was it wasn't the best soccer, but it wasn't uh, atrocious either. So we we get some back and forth. Um, Argentina has a chance. Uh, Netherlands have a couple of half chances. But at the end of the day, uh, just like the match this morning, it nobody's able to to separate themselves after that extra time, so we go to penalty kicks. Um, Netherlands come out. Virgil van Dijk, uh, you know, the captain, he says, give me the ball. Um, he shoots first. It's saved. Um, Messi comes out and shoots first, which is a thing that we didn't I didn't talk about in the – the Brazil shootout. Neymar did not shoot a penalty. Um, neither did Anthony. So I don't know what happened there. Anthony probably wasn't going to take one. Uh, but he, I'm sure. I'm sure he was in the match still. Uh, I could have missed that, but I'm, I'm sure he was in the match still. So he wasn't going to take one. And, and Neymar must have been going fifth, or else he wasn't going to take one. But we didn't even get to the fifth one there. So unlike there, um, you know, Messi says, "Give me the ball first. He steps up. 
uh, calling my slots at home, just like uh, he did in from the penalty spot during regular time to give them Argentine the Argent Argentinian club a two nothing lead uh, in regulation. Uh, he steps up, calls my slots at home. Argentina's up one nil in the shootout. Uh, Netherlands miss again, and you're like, oh no, here we go, another just absolute catastrophe of a uh, shootout for somebody in the World Cup. But they they fought back, um, made it interesting. Made did he make a save? I believe. I believe the Dutch keeper makes a save or or it's missed or something, and I, I can't remember. There's been so many shootouts the last few days, um, but they they are able to to force Argentina to a miss or a save, like I said, and and so then it they have a chance. They if they score their next three and and can save the last one for Argentina, we're good. They score. Argentina has to miss or or have one saved. Uh, to keep it going into sudden death, and and that's just not how it went. Um, we were able to to get the Argentinian player who I'm looking up now, who scored the last one. Uh, Martinez scores, um, ends it for for Argentina, and like I said, they will go on to face Croatia in the semifinal. Um, just a an outstanding day of soccer that, like I said, was was uh, hampered by by some news that came out this evening. But um, let more stuff, like I said, I'm gonna let more stuff come out about it, and uh, we'll go from there. But we do have soccer tomorrow. The other two quarterfinals will be played tomorrow, and the semifinals will be set. Um, in the first matchup tomorrow, we have <clears throat> Morocco Portugal at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. Um, Morocco here, obviously from defeating Spain in penalties, uh, back on December 6th on Tuesday. And, uh, you know, they'll try to keep this magical run alive against a Portugal team that came out and just absolutely dominated Switzerland. Uh, but I don't, I'm, I'm not counting this Morocco team out. Uh, they, they sit back well defensively. They can, um, you know, be compact on the defensive side, but are, are quick to jump on their their chances. Um, we obviously didn't see them score a goal against Spain other than the PKs, but um, they they weren't. It's not because they didn't have their chances. They had some chances they they couldn't finish, but they had some chances. And and so I'm I'm really excited about this match. I think Morocco's got a decent chance. Obviously, Portugal's going to be the favorite. But just like this morning, we saw the favorite go down. I mean, Brazil was arguably a bigger favorite than Portugal will be, I think. And uh, and I don't think that uh, Morocco is going to come in scared. So I'm looking forward to that one. My official prediction is Morocco, but I'm going to be, uh, you know, I've, I've been consistent in this World Cup picking against Portugal, and it's bitten me in the ass every time. But uh, I'm going to continue being consistent with it and picking against Portugal and hope that this Morocco team with uh, Ziyech and Hakimi can can find a way through and, and we can have uh, somebody that's not European or South American in the the semifinals there. And then at 12 Mountain Standard Time, the big one as far as the quarterfinals are concerned, I believe, is England, France. Um, just two kind of juggernauts, uh, two, two of the better-looking teams so far in this tournament. Uh, 
coming off of, of big quarterfinal wins. We had, uh, I believe, France 1-4-1 and England 1-3-0 in their quarterfinal matchups. And so they're coming in flying high. And um, you just, I, I'm, I'm super excited for that one, obviously. You got Mbappe, Kane, uh, Bellingham, just, uh, you know, uh, Giroud. You just have a, a ton of talent on the pitch for that one. And it is going to be a blast. I still think France comes out, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if if England can pull it out. And I'd be happy for Harry Kane. Obviously, I'm a I'm a Tottenham fan. Come on, you Spurs! And uh, if we're if England is able to pull that one out, I'll be happy. But I think this France team is is just a little too much for them. But like I said, uh, Croatia was an underdog. Netherlands were an underdog and almost came back and won. Uh, Morocco's an underdog. I think they've got a chance. So uh, you just, you, you never know. You never know what's going to happen in this crazy, beautiful game. But um, if I if I had to put money on it, I'd, I'd say France. Uh, France is going to come out of that one. It'll be France and then the winner of Portugal, Morocco, uh, who I think is Morocco. So I, if I get my way, we have France, Morocco, Argentina, Croatia in a quarterfinal. If you had that quarterfinal, um before the tournament started please let me know because uh i don't think you did because i definitely didn't uh, that's for damn sure but uh hopefully we can have a, have a couple matches we can um you know i i'm not sure um not sure what grant would want at this point i obviously i mean i'm i'm just a a small timer here in fort sumner but uh he loves soccer i know that and and I think he would want us to to push on uh, for the rest of this World Cup, get it over with, get the hell out of Qatar, and and look forward to 2026. But uh, it, like I said, great soccer day, hampered by some bad news, uh, really bad news, really sad news coming out of Qatar. And um, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens in these quarterfinals tomorrow. But um, if I if I'm trying to just focus on soccer, man, I'm really excited about tomorrow. Really excited about the matchups. Um, and how the rest of this World Cup is going to play out, but uh, yeah, um, it, it was obviously just me tonight. You know, I've, I've been talking for 27 minutes now, and and nobody else has has, has talked, so it it was just me tonight. Uh, Earl and Seth both had had some stuff come up, but uh, we had to talk about this day uh, with the good and the bad, and and uh, we look forward to to being back on tomorrow night. Uh, maybe talk about. Uh, Grant a little bit more. Definitely talk about the matchups tomorrow. Um, definitely preview the the semifinals that'll be happening on. Uh, oh, what is today? Today is Friday, Saturday, on Tuesday and Wednesday, and um, and yeah, just just uh, looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for those that are that are watching and listening. And until tomorrow, guys, somos amigos.